0: Good morning, New Life. My name is Kim Parrish, and I have the privilege of serving as the family ministry director here at New Life, and I'm excited to bring you our devotion this morning. Um, We are going to be looking at 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 through 7, Um, but before we go any further, I would encourage you to stop and go back and listen to Tex's devotion from yesterday. He kicked off chapter 3 and did a great job. Um, That just really spoke to me. I think it's been one of my most favorite devotions so far. So stop, head on over to our YouTube channel. Listen to text from yesterday if you haven't done so, and then come on back and see us over here. So um, let's pray before we get started. Father, we come before you, and I just thank you for the gift of your word. I thank you that um, you've given us that to guide us and direct us and to be all that we need, Father, to come to know you for salvation. It is everything that we need to form patterns of righteousness in our life through your Holy Spirit. Um, God, we just praise you and thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So let's get started. Um, First John chapter three, verse four. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins and in him there is no sin. That, of course, is referring to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ came, walked on this earth, lived, died, crucifixion, resurrection, For the purpose of breaking the power of sin in our life. That death no longer has a hold on us, but that we have the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. That was why he came to this earth, to restore us in a relationship with God, um, a relationship that was broken because of sin. So I continue in verse 6. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. So I love these scriptures, but I have to admit there's been a time in my life when I've read these and went, wait, like there's sin in my life. Does, does that mean that I don't know Christ? Does that, you know, if, if I have sin in my life, am, am I misunderstood? And that at all is not what John is saying here. John actually wrote these books, um, these letters to the church to help them to be um, confident of their salvation. And so that's not what he's trying to stir up at all. And actually what he's doing is he's helping them see the false teachings that they're being exposed to. There was a false teaching at that time um, that said that um, essentially that you could be a Christian, you could follow Christ, that you could know Christ, but there could be sin in your life, Um, that, that they took away the importance. um, Of not following sinful patterns. And so John is pointing out that that's actually not the case. The purpose of Christ's life was to come and um, to take away those sins. So, why would we want those patterns in our life? But where we can misread it is to think that if there is sin in our life, we don't know Christ. And really, when you read these scriptures, what it's talking about is it's in the present tense verb. So it's not pushing us to saying you have to be perfect, and if you're not perfect, then there's no evidence of Christ in your life. That's not true. What it's saying is there needs to be patterns of righteousness in your life. There need it's that it's that daily pattern, the daily following, are our, our, our daily. Thoughts and deeds um, and works are those reflecting Christ. And that is possible, but that is only possible through Jesus Christ. So through the gift of his Holy Spirit and abiding in him and being still before him by reading his word, being in prayer and spending time with him, we are only capable then um, because he has broken the power of sin in our life. So we're only capable then through his Holy Spirit to live a life that reflects that. You know, we want to be like we talk about, um, we read scriptures and we talk about you will know a tree by its fruit, right? You know, it's a peach tree because it produces peaches. You know, it's an apple tree because it produces apples. Well, you want to be known by the fruit in our life. And so that's what it's talking about is is are the patterns in your life reflecting righteousness because righteousness only comes through him. So is our life evident of what we say, that we know, and that we believe, and are we producing fruit in line with that? So I would encourage you, just like I would encourage myself that I am, I'm challenging myself to have spiritual disciplines where I'm abiding in Christ daily. If it's the daily patterns in our life that reflects righteousness, then daily, I want to be in God's word. I want to be reading his word. I want to be spending time praying over his word. I want to be still before him. I want to listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit so that those patterns are evident in my life. And so that I'm just not somebody full of words telling people that I believe in Christ, telling people who Christ is and how good he is and how much I believe in his word. I want the things in my life to actually reflect that. I want someone to know me um, because of the fruit that I produce. Actually, that's not true. I want them to know Christ because of the fruit that I produce. I don't want them to see me and be enamored with my words or the, the, the outside things of my life. I want the fruit that is produced in me because of Christ to point them to Christ. I want the fruit that I produce and the patterns of righteousness in my life to reflect to others how good my God is and who Jesus Christ is. So I encourage you today to please join me in continuously, through his Holy Spirit, finding patterns in our life that will help us reflect that righteousness, because only through him are we able to do that. Thanks, New I pray that you have a great day, and thank you for being a part of this time with us.